a new year, a new season of Your Best Year starts here, and a new way to start an episode, I think. So happy new year, everybody. And I thought I'd share a poem that was read to me quite some time ago, because I think if we're going to have our best year, and it's our second best year in a way, our attitude determines our altitude, and our altitude determines our attitude, and where we go and how we get there depends on how we feel. And I was, I was, I read a poem a long time ago which really made it very clear about the way life is and about choices that are made. Go for it. So a woman was waiting in an airport one night with several long hours before her flight. She hunted for a book in the airport shop, bought a bag of cookies and found a place to drop. She was engrossed in her book, but happened to see the man beside her as bold as could be grabbed a cookie or two from the bag between, which, which, which she tried to ignore to avoid a scene. She munched cookies and watched the clock as the gutsy cookie thief diminished her stock. She was getting more irated as the minutes ticked by, thinking if I wasn't so nice I'd blacken his eye. With each cookie she took, he took one too. And when only one was left, she wondered what he'd do. With a smile on his face and a nervous laugh, he took the last cookie and broke it in half. He offered her half as he ate the other. She snatched it from him and thought, oh brother, this guy has some nerve. And he's also so rude. Why, he didn't even show any gratitude. She'd never known when she'd been so galled and sighed with relief when her flight was called. She gathered her belongings and headed for the gate, refusing to look back at the thieving ingrate. She boarded the plane and sank in her seat, then sought her book, which was almost complete. As she reached in her baggage, she gasped with surprise, for there was her bag of cookies in front of her eyes. If mine are here, she moaned with despair, then the others were his, and he just tried to share. Too late to apologise, she realised with grief that she was the rude one, the ingrate, the thief. Uh Uh-huh. Sometimes things aren't always the way you think they are. Absolutely. And I've, I've not heard that poem, but I've heard that same story, right? And it is so true. We, we have a perspective on things in life, and sometimes that perspective is, I want to use the word wrong, but wrong is not the right word. Well, it may not be 100% factually correct. So exactly. we've all spent a lot of time with our families over Christmas. We've probably had trips. We've gone to Christmas sales. We may have even gone to London, to the equivalent of Hamleys and Regent Street. And there's been lots of hustle and bustle. And somebody pushes by you. And you then think how rude they are. Yep. You don't know what's going on for them. And really my take for 2020 is to sometimes think what's going on for the other person. That everyone's got their own shit. Everyone is dealing with stuff. And whatever place you're in right now, and I hope you all had a fantastic Christmas and you've, you know, you're set up for 2020 really well. But recognise that other people have got their own agendas other people have stuff got going on for them. And some people aren't on the same journey you are. And they don't, you know, we shared this before, that some people don't want you to succeed, not because they don't want you to succeed because it puts them in an embarrassing place. Yep. So you just have to realise that sometimes not everyone is at the same place, going to the same journey at the same time. 
and people go get there on their own times. So sometimes I get quite irate. Even when I'm driving, I'm thinking, they must know this is a 70-mile-an-hour road. Why aren't you doing 70 miles an hour? They're not in a hurry. They're yep. doing their own stuff. And so I realise that the pace that I work and the speed that I work, that I expect this podcast to upload in eight minutes, you know, that, <laughs> because it can't be that difficult. And, and because I'm not that busy right now, what's the issue? People have things going on. And because you work at a certain speed doesn't mean they have to work on a certain speed. So just give people five minutes of grace. I mean, I have an issue, and I'll share this publicly. I don't suffer fools gladly. So there are times I can go a bit rogue because I can't understand people's stupid actions. It's just my perspective. It probably isn't stupid. And I know, and I've mentioned this before, this fun side of me can go a bit rogue and I can get a bit hyena-ish mm-hmm. and I can get a bit stroppy. And then what I do is I shut down mm-hmm. and I don't give people a second chance. So to most of the world, they see me as happy, clappy, and I hug everyone as they know. But there are times when I just don't understand what were they thinking? Yep. And I think we all do it. And I just think if we want more peace and we want a bit more harmony around ourselves... Gandhi said, be the change that you want to create. So if you want a bit more peace around you, you've got to be a bit more peaceful. If you want more harmony around you, you need to have a bit more harmony with the people you're with. Yeah, how do you, think, think about how you show up. Think about, try and see things from somebody else's point of view, <clears throat> which isn't always easy, you know, but try and see someone else's point of view and how, how they show up and all that kind of stuff. Um, but you're right. It's the energy we arrive with dictates a lot of what happens around us. You know, if you walk into an office in like, you know, wherever you work or business you run or whatever, if you walk into that office in a bad mood, chances are within a five to 10 minutes, somebody else will be in a bad mood because they will pick up your energy. If you walk into that same office with a big smile on your face or laughy, jokey, having fun, chances are somebody else is going to smile within those few minutes as well. Have you ever seen that video on YouTube or it might be Facebook where this guy gets onto a train and he has uncontrollable laughter? And it keeps going for quite a lot. And then it, and then other people start joining it in. It becomes infectious. And nobody yeah. quite knows where it came from. So that phrase is, you know, is your attitude worth catching? Yeah. Because attitudes are contagious, is really true. And regardless of what's going on in the outside world, we have some responsibility to the attitude we bring to any situation. So the next time you see a situation, just remember the cookie thief. You might be the, the cause of the issue that you're you thinking there might be there. Yeah, I mean, the other thing, while you, while you were talking about that and then talking about some of the things after it in terms of like different people's attitudes and stuff, you actually made me, well, say you haven't made me do anything. You <laughs> kind of inspired me to pull out my phone, right? And um, I, I write a lot of like song lyrics and poetry and stuff like myself, but I don't share very much of it. But in 2020, you will be. Well, I recently shared this in 2019 on Facebook, um, the thing I'm going to read in a sec. And it actually got quite a negative comment from somebody. And it'd be really easy for me to go, oh, okay, so they think my stuff's crap or whatever. But I, that wasn't the perspective of it. And looking at it and looking at it from their point of view, I think they just saw, okay, these are shallow, empty words because they didn't understand what the perspective they'd been written from. You know, So let me share the poem and we'll pick that bit back, back up. So... I say poem, it's kind of a lyric thing, but it's... I put the needle on the record and I cue up the track. Looking out from this stage, there is no turning back. A panic attack. Oh, crap. What if I lack the skills to fulfill and they all think I'm whack? 
As the fader goes up, the crowd, they erupt. They roar with applause and the energy's nuts. This moment is mine. I suck the atmosphere in. My fear disappears. A new chapter begins. Ooh. Now, was, it, was that more rap or was that more of a song? I, yeah, it's probably more of a, a rap type vocal, but that is based on my personal experience headlining the main stage at a festival and thinking I'm not good enough to be DJing here right now, but I'm going to do it anyway because I've got the opportunity. That's where that came from. But when I shared that on Facebook, actually a family member of mine put a comment on it that basically said, oh, more empty, like inspirational words or something. And it's like, no, it's a personal story, but... Okay, so let me just help you out for 2020. You go for it. From today, recognise that 2% think you're phenomenal. And by the way, you're not. And 2% think you're shit, and you're also not. Yep. So when we get these accolades that think, let's say, we're the best things they've ever seen, they obviously, obviously haven't seen enough. Absolutely. Because there are 2% that sometimes in order to go, I wish I was married to you. And trust me, if you ask my wife, you definitely wouldn't <laughs> want to be married to me. And there are 2% that kind of want to kill me because they think my stuff is wrong. I think that's just taking it a little bit too far. Yep. So if you looked at the comments and took the 96% of the comments you got, excluding the best two, and the worst two, what were the comments like? I, I'm with you, and I get the point. No, but I'm saying to you that it doesn't matter what you do. There will be, exactly there will be people who are raving fans. There will be people who are haters. No, and but actually, those raving fans. No, but reality's in the middle, right? Yeah, but two percent. You know, I, I genuinely, you know, I, I've said it before. I speak to lots of people every single month. And, you know, I've been to the States eight times in 2019. I've already got eight bookings in the States. And there, there are big audiences. I know there'll be two people there who just think I am the next god of inspiration. <laughs> and they are definitely wrong. And there are 2% that just don't get me. Yeah. And they're also right because sometimes I can be a bit flippant. I can be a little bit, I think I'm being funny. They think it's not. And they're right because that's their perspective. Yeah. But if 95% of the audience think I'm pretty awesome, I'm going to go with that. Absolutely. And for everyone who's listening to this, be aware you are not phenomenal to everyone, but you're also not cramped to everyone. Absolutely. And too often, depending on our mood... We pick up on one or the other, yeah. yeah. It's, it's only into feedback forms. And you will, I know you will have done this, Neil. You'll have done an event. There'll be 60 sheets. And all you'll remember are the two people that thought you weren't that great. Yeah, that that happens. Although weirdly these days, I actually I look for that, like not look for it for I want to see the negatives. I look for it that I'd, I'd rather be divisive. Like if you're going one to five, I want fives and ones. I don't want two, threes and fours, because for me it's like I'd prefer you think I'm phenomenal or you think I'm suck. Okay, so I changed my. I don't like the middle. Okay, so I changed my feedback form the other day. We had awesome or rotten. Yeah. Okay, I wanted to see if someone would actually write rotten, and apparently only my mother did, so <laughs> I, I, I could live with that. But but it's just interesting that when you do one to five, you get lots of fours because you can't People have sit perfection. On the fence. People yeah. sit on the fence. If you do one to ten, there's a much better chance of eight nines. Yep. Didn't help that I did a speech for the Academy for Chief Executives last year, and I, my topic was you can't have perfection which was a big mistake when it came to the scores because everyone marked me a nine and I kind of said, strange. Not one person might be telling this guy, went, yeah, but you said you can't have perfection. Yeah. I thought, you didn't have to listen to everything that I said. <laughs> and they'd literally taken me to the letter. So, you you know, you've said it before, you know, done beats perfect. So you're setting yourself up for failure because you're saying you can't have perfection. You're going to be really good. So recognise that feedback is a very, very contagious, contagious, wrong word, is a very... Um, 
I can't even think of the right word. It's a very fickle word because to some people, you aren't their cup of tea. So remember, and I've said this before, that what you're looking for is feed forward. Yep. And you want to give feed forward more than feedback so that you can grow. So we are desperate for your feed forward for our podcasts because in 2019, we did more than 52 episodes. We've loved having you listening to us. And we've loved having you share what you think about us. And we've loved over 75 star reviews which is great but there must be some people that didn't like it who've probably either just not left a review but not told us why we'd like to get to 100 five star reviews really quickly and if you can help us get that we'd be really grateful and we look forward to seeing you on the 22nd of january 22nd when we really give you the tools to give you your best year ever yeah, and we can't wait to see you there. Uh, your best year starts here live. Um, and yeah, it's going to be an awesome, awesome, awesome event. And one of the things we will do at that is, you know, just picking up on the end of this episode, is we will point out the fact that reality is neither fantasy or catastrophe. Because those 2% at either end, one's catastrophe, one's fantasy. Life happens somewhere in the middle, and it's making sure you stay in that middle and you stay productive. And we will be talking about that a lot on the 22nd of January. See you soon, my friends.